and welcome to Ion Oakland. I'm Chuck Moss, your host, appearing through the magic of let's StreamYard, not Zoom, but it's virtual. It's all the same. We have a great guest for you today, one of our actually favorite people, David Hohendorf, who's the publisher of Downtown Birmingham News Magazine. I think I've got the title right. And uh, you're the last press or media that actually covers the area. And for anyone who's just moved here from Mars, uh, can you tell us what Downtown News Magazine is? Yeah, Downtown News Magazine is a um, monthly publication that we direct mail to about 20,000 homes in the area of Birmingham, Bloomfield Hills, and Bloomfield Township. And it's a mix of uh, long-form journalism on critical topics, uh, hard news covering the municipalities and schools, um, personality profiles and our faces, features, and uh, restaurant listings, and um, it's been well received in the community. It's uh, we're approaching the end of our twelfth year right now. Well, you know, in the old days, we used to have things that did that, and they were called newspapers, and we had a lot of them. But uh, you guys are the last really people standing, and you actually have in-depth feature articles on local issues, with you know nobody does anymore, and you cover Oakland County. Well, someone's got to, you know, it's not like the Oakland Press is going to do that anymore. So let's uh, start with Birmingham. Uh, you know, it's changing as we speak everywhere I turn around. The uh, 2040 plan is the new proposed master plan. Uh, you've read it. I've read it. What do you think? I think uh, as you and I, uh, before the start of the show, we're agreeing that there are many good features to this plan and it's uh um we started on it in what 2018 with charrettes and public hearings and surveys and uh i think in terms of development of birmingham and maintaining its position in the region i think it does a pretty good job one uh Thing. Now, I was a, a veteran of the 2016 plan, which, of course, is, was in 96. That only took like a year and a half. But COVID intervened with the, um, you know, with this one. So I get it. Um, there were some differences between the 2016 and, and uh, this one. My question is, I can see neighborhoods not being excited about stuff like seams and whatever. Uh, you know, what do you, what do you see, see? I mean, the idea of letting downtown be downtown. I love that. You know, I love it. Uh, but uh, the neighborhoods have always been kind of a tricky, uh, kind of a tricky animal to confront. Well, a couple of things first. Uh, and and um, this is my new mantra as I discuss these issues when I go to a meeting or talk to people. People forget that downtown Birmingham is also a neighborhood. That 2016 plan focused on downtown on the commercial aspects of the downtown neighborhood and how to revitalize, how to animate the neighborhood, so on and so forth. And so we already have a neighborhood that, um, in my case, I, I actually live in Birmingham's downtown neighborhood. And I'm lucky that when I walk out my door, I have a commercial district there. So I think in terms of the new plan, the 2040 plan, I think they've done a good job at looking at housing that will probably be needed in the future um, and quite possibly 
along some of these seams, some of these uh, uh, thoroughfares where we might need some minor commercial centers to make the existing neighborhood, um, I guess it's a convenience for the existing neighborhoods. So I'm not bothered uh, by some of the proposed development that's that's in the plan, um, uh, the 2040 plan. Well, part of the deal that uh, once again, 2060, we're t- we're talking like 30 years ago, uh, is that downtown, uh, you know, commercially was was dying. It was dead. You know, the whole ecosystem was based on the big uh, department stores, which were which were going the way of the dinosaur. Uh, and uh, the idea that we wanted people to live downtown, we wanted mixed use, not just office sla- office buildings like you know, in you know, down at 13 Mile and Telegraph, but uh, so that's been a success. But you're right when you say downtown has lots of housing, houses, things like that. Uh, I, I would say the 2016 plan was a, an amazing success. But uh, so you don't the downtown. You know, by the way, I just want to say that I'm mourning the loss of Astrons. I mean, you know, Richard has done more for this town than any 10 city commissioners, including me. And losing losing Astrons is just an incredible loss, although there will be something new built there. Uh, but the, the downtown is dynamic and it's always got to change. It's always got to rebuild. Uh, I, li- I like that part. I just kind of worry that we're, you know, up the seams. I mean, it, I'm just one guy, but it seems like you got to be kind of careful um, disturbing the neighborhoods. You, you though, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty bullish on that though. I am. And, and here's what most people don't realize. Let's, let's uh, just look for a quick second at the, downtown neighborhood there are actually about 1800 people that live in the downtown neighborhood okay over the last 10 years birmingham has actually suffered a loss in population some say as high as 15 percent and part of the problem with birmingham is it's a great place to live housing is expensive and so it's particularly expensive for the younger generation coming up. And so looking at the possibility of different types of housing, we're not talking massive apartment complexes. We're talking, you know, some townhouses, duplexes. Um, it's a way to bring a younger generation in that maybe doesn't have the money for a million dollar house. They certainly don't have the money for the $2 million condos that have been built in downtown Birmingham. So affordable housing that will blend with the neighborhood. And if you drive around Birmingham and look, in a lot of these neighborhoods, there is mixed housing use on the edge of these neighborhoods. And it's been designed to actually blend in. It doesn't stand out like when you go into other communities and all of a sudden you hit a hundred apartment complex. We're not, we're not talking something that drastic. Yeah. The only question about uh, like affordable housing is that if you were to build some affordable housing units, what's to keep the market from saying, okay, it's Birmingham. Let's yank it up. I mean, that, uh, you know, I don't know how you, I mean, you can do that. My daughter moved in South of, um, uh, South of Maple in those nice little post-war start homes. 
And when she sold, she made a, she made a boatload of money because those things are being sold and now they're being torn down because the land's so expensive. And they call it the Griffin Claw neighborhood. Right. Um, that that area has just become it, it just becomes more successful. You know, well, a, my my oldest son just moved back with his wife and my uh, uh, my first grandchild and bought a house on Henrietta. Okay, same deal. And uh, you know, you could still buy something reasonably priced, not as reasonably priced as over by Griffin Claw, um, but I, I just I'm concerned that um, older people such as myself that want to retire and yet still live in this community and younger people moving in, um, I think there's going to be a demand for housing. Um, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bothered by some of the discussion and mind you, it's discussion, it's potential, it's possibilities. The 2040 plan does not dictate it. It just leaves it open for a possible direction. Well, it is a discussion, which is good. And uh, I'm one of those people that's probably going to stay here as long as I can. I mean, the dogs don't want to move. So, you know, I can't imagine, <laughs> you know the wiener dogs don't want to live somewhere else. So that's it. Uh, but and I like my house. So I think I'll stay here if I can. Uh, my question now. So 2040, I mean, there will be like everything in Birmingham fully discussed and fully. Um, one thing I, I, I was disappointed in was that they didn't appoint a like a blue ribbon commission because you need that to push it forward when you run into opposition to have like a bunch of advocates, which was a strength of the 2016 plan is that if, uh, you know, some people, community people didn't like it, you could always have a sort of a cadre of, of, um, you know, uh, supporters, advocates, but I think it's good. I mean, Birmingham is dynamic. Cities are dynamic and it seems to be dynamic in a good way. Uh, well, I'm sure that the discussion will bleed in. I have a question for you. We've got an election coming up this year. What do you see? Um, I'm not sure that the four incumbents that technically could be on the ballot that all four are going to run. Um, I think um, there's discussion, rumor that Pierre Boutros will not seek re-election. Uh, I think the other three will. Um, I think there's some issues to be discussed. Um, so it could be a lively election. Oh, I fully expect it to be a lively election. And, uh, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I've heard that about Pierre. I don't think he, I don't know that he's made a decision. I haven't talked to him. Uh, but, uh, you know, remember Pierre Boutros is, uh, ran a, uh, he got elected with the largest number of votes on a write-in campaign. So right. he, could, he could change his mind after the deadline. Exactly. Uh, so I wouldn't, you know, I'm kind of out to he's out, but uh, yeah, um, uh, it's funny because there are not a lot of issue issues. The issues are all with the individual commissioners. That's probably a good description. Um, I, I think um, uh, Brad Host has built himself as somebody that has been quote-unquote, representing the neighborhoods and not downtown. He's kind of made that a divisive issue, which I don't think most people buy into, which is why I stress that the downtown is a neighborhood, um, just like little San Francisco and all the other neighborhoods out here. Um, I think that um, uh, Clinton Baller 
has mellowed and been actually a plus on the city commission. Um, so you're right. It, it, individual commissioners are, are going to uh, have issues surrounding them. Uh, so who knows? And it's always a question of alternatives. We, we don't know who's going to file to run against anybody. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting is this, this neighborhoods versus downtown. I, I fought that battle. I was fighting that battle 20 years ago. And I thought we put that to bed that downtown and neighborhoods are not, they're not at odds. We all, we all survive and we all thrive together. I'm sort of surprised to see that kind of climb out of the grave and come, you know, shambling back like a zombie. And I thought we put a stake in the heart of that one back in 03. No, it's back. It's back. Thanks to Brad host. He's brought it back as an issue. Yeah. But all the people who supported that are, are, are dead are like nine years old. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, once again, are they, God bless Donnie Lanzetta there, you know, they've moved away. Uh, but uh, I'm just, once again, surprised. It's like Dewey versus Truman. Uh, I do know it's, it is going to be a, uh, it's going to be a big one. We're unfortunately going to, uh, this segment is going to run out in about 30 seconds, so we can't, but uh, I'm going to miss Tom Marcus. I'm glad, I'm glad he came back. I don't know if he is, you know, you can go home again, but you ought to know who's taking over the neighborhood. I, I would love to talk about Tom Marcus here today. We will do that. I'll tell you what. Uh, let's do that after the break. Let's take the break right now. I'm Chuck Moss. We're here on Eye on Oakland. Don't go away. We come back. We'll talk about Tom Marcus and a bunch of other stuff, too. Uh, Chuck, once again, uh, we'll see you in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. back to Eye on Oakland. I'm Chuck Moss. We're coming to you through the magic of StreamYard, which is just Zoom by another name. We have a great guest. We're talking with David Hohendorf, who is the publisher of Downtown Birmingham News Magazine, which are the only, they're basically the only media left standing that covers this this uh, this place. And uh, we were just talking about the 2040 plan, and we're talking about Birmingham, and uh, talking about our city manager, uh, Tom Marcus, who was um, uh, I would say one of the greats. There was a there's a Bob Kenning Park. There could have been a Tom Marcus Park when he left after 20 plus years. He's come back uh, and now uh, you know his uh, sort of limited uh, limited engagement is ending. But uh, now I always got along well with Tom back in the the old days. Uh, you wanted to chat about that. What's your impression, Dave? I, I think the city was very fortunate to have Tom come back. I think there's a certain tragedy. His original proposal was to come back for five years. We had a member of the city commission, um, an, an ill-advised member of the city commission that proposed that he only be given a one-year contract, which is just idiotic. And there was a compromise and he ended up here for, I believe, two and a half years. And a lot has been accomplished while Tom's been here. Things that needed to be addressed and adjusted have been. Tom's working furiously here because he's leaving in June, um, I believe the end of June, um, to address some weaknesses in the city 
administration structure so that the new city manager, which has been chosen, um, doesn't have to deal with, with messes on day one. So we've been fortunate to have Tom back. Well, you know, uh, it's funny. I was I was on the city commission as mayor, but that was a long time ago. But that was Tom Marcus in his kind of his early days. Tom was awesome. And he was there for 20 plus years. You know, we had, like I said, Bob Kenning, whom I know was before Tom. And there is a Kenning Park. There always should be a Marcus Park, frankly. But Tom said, no, he didn't want that. And then he left. Um, if it was me, uh, I'd move heaven and earth to keep him. And that was, you know, back when Russ Dixon was mayor and I was mayor pro tem, we, uh, uh, all right, let, let the truth be told, we had, we had a negotiating session with Tom. He walked into his office and said, your contract is up. And he goes, yeah. I said, we like you. What would you like to stay? And he's like, what? No, no, we want you to stay. What do you want? He was like, oh, well, uh, uh, well, uh, I said, yeah, it's done. You got it. Uh, Tom is a, Tom, Tom is awesome. I would, you know, I think we would be lucky to lucky to keep him for five years. That's what I'd want. But, um, you know, I'm not there. Uh, so him leaving, at least hoping that Jana will um, Jana will be able to uh, negotiate the currents of the uh, whatever commission uh, takes takes uh, place after the election. I, I think we're, um, you know, I, I followed that uh, interview process where they had the field of candidates and they finally narrowed it to three. And, and I think they made the most logical choice. I mean, she's bringing, she, she's an attorney. She has um, tons of experience here in Birmingham as the planning director. Uh, she has filled in on an interim basis as the director of the Birmingham shopping district uh, while that position was vacant. Um and Tom has, and I know this from private conversations with Tom, he has kept her in the loop. I think she is uh, on top of all the issues. Uh, so minimal learning curve. So I think we're fortunate to have Jana. Yeah, I think so, too. I do know that we had a, a city manager who was a good guy. I think he was good. Um, and he was sort of molding himself after Tom Marcus. We had to say, look, you... You are sort of uh, patterning yourself after the mature Tom Marcus who had been here for 10, 12 years. I remember when before Tom Marcus was Tom Marcus, when he was just new and kind of learning his way. And, uh, you know, later on, Tom, of course, uh, you know, he knew more than any set. Well, I think he always knew more than any seven city commissioners. But uh, it's great to have him. And I wish Jana luck. And I, I hope that she can, uh, uh, you know, the deal with seven bosses, which is, uh, it's always got to be a problem. Uh, now, well, if I can just add in on the, on the flip side of that coin, um, she also needs the support of the current department, uh, leaders. And I think I'm, I'm told, I haven't heard this directly, that there's some excitement there, um, that Jana is, is going to be, uh, the top dog in city hall. And she's actually uh, let out suggested new policies or some things that she would like to try. And I think so having that excitement and commitment by department managers is half the battle besides just answering to seven commissioners. Yeah. Well, one thing I always heard is your staff fires you first. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. That's your staff good. fires you first. Just remember that, you know. 
Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like at the end of the, the death of Stalin, they show Nikita Khrushchev. He's in charge and right behind him sitting is Brezhnev. Uh, this is, you know, his, his, his loyal guy. Uh, now, my question, so in Birmingham, one thing that, that hits me, I mean, as far as is the restoration hardware building, which uh, is going to be really, really damaging to my uh, bottom line, because I'll be spending a lot of money there, I'm afraid. I always do. It's a fabulous thing. But it's south, the south end looks to me to be growing. This has become my little bugaboo here. Uh, do we need more parking and more stuff for the south end now going south on Old Woodward? I'm just not sure where you would even get additional parking down there. Um, I'm not, um, I I share some of the same concerns and I think um, Therese Long, the current mayor in Birmingham expressed that at a recent meeting where she, as they were redoing part of their, uh, their design plans, she kind of stated in a meeting a reminder that the city is concerned about invading the neighborhoods with, with parking problems in that area. Um, I don't know that a furniture store is going to generate constant uh, daytime traffic in large numbers. I think the restaurant will in the evening, um, but some of that could be local um um, local uh, customers and, and uh, they may just walk into the restaurant like they do in Manhattan. I'm familiar with the RH in uh, the meatpacking district and um, I might be staying six blocks away. I don't take a cab or hire an Uber. I walk there and I, I think you'll see some of that here. So I think the, I think it's a wait and see uh, situation. Well, I walk into the Daxon and those places because I don't want to drive home because I don't want to meet the sheriff professionally, you know. And I I don't want to see your name on the police blotter. (laughs) I don't want to see my name on the police blotter. I've gone this long, believe me. Um, You know, other than the uh, other than the fact I had an illegal Daxon some years ago. So what uh, you were talking about uh, for me to get over to downtown Birmingham, it's easy for me to walk and get across Woodward Avenue. They're talking about putting Woodward on a road diet. That. I, I should say that I got to see, but if they're doing it in Ferndale, uh, yeah, Woodward Avenue, that's M1 State Highway. What do you think? Well, you know, and, and that's something that uh, we're now working on because in those long form journalism pieces that we do in downtown news magazine, we start on those months ahead of time. So we already have somebody looking at the issue, the history of Woodward, uh, how a Ferndale ended up with a speed limit that's only, what, 35 max, 40 miles an hour. I think it's 35, and we're still at 50 miles an hour here. I think we have to take a look at taming of Woodward. Um, I think we have to look at adding multimodal lanes. Uh, even this downtown Detroit um, on Jefferson has bike lanes uh, and pedestrian lanes. And I think that's a critical issue we need to look at. And I think um, connecting the divided downtown um, has to be addressed too. I don't know how you do. I mean, I, I'm all, all ears for that. I mean, Woodward Avenue is like this, this river that we've been, you know, we've grown up beside. Uh, I'm willing to look at it. I wouldn't ride a bike on Woodward Avenue. I, I'm, I've, I've taken uh, Mark Nikita to, to task because he rides his scooter on it sometimes. I, 
you know, but uh, so why not put all ideas on the table and have a look at it? It seems like the MDOT is willing to at least entertain some changes, which believe me, they have never been before. Right. I think that's a nationwide movement, though, is this idea of putting roads on a diet. Uh, With all all due respect to Brooks Patterson, who was a great county executive, I disagreed with uh, Brooks Patterson's move to add lanes on I-75. You know, roads become an attractive nuisance. You can keep adding lanes and it'll just draw more traffic. You don't accomplish much. And I I just think that it's time that we uh, tackle the idea of uh, putting Woodward on a road diet and slowing the speed down as it moves through Birmingham and Bloomfield. Are you you really trying to tell me that it's not a God-given right for us to go 60 miles an hour down Woodward Avenue? I mean... I just shared with somebody recently, I do this, the allowable speed limit and, and I'm constantly passed. So I suspect that 70 miles an hour is actually what's happening. And that's just insane. 70 is crazy, but you know, if you want to go from nine mile all the way to square Lake road and make all the lights, you got to go between 53 and 57 miles per hour. That'll get you every now. Of course, there's traffic, there's police. Uh, therein lies the sport. But that is that is one way you you can you can get right on at nine mile, or you can do it at uh, six ninety six, and go all the way to Square Lake and make every single light. Except it's uh, at Normandy, it's a little, and at Oakland, it's a little bit not undone. But uh, trust me, um, you can do that, and uh, that's how you get tickets. Uh, but uh, I think I, uh, fifty miles an hour does seem a little speedy until you get up you know once you get north of birmingham and it's the township that's that's pretty uh limited access i think though you're seeing you're going to see already we're seeing a proposal uh to develop that bacon parcel at woodward and maple and with a um, retail on first floor you know a multiple uh use uh the ninth, the ninth story one yes and I, I think you're going to see further development of that triangle district on the other side of Woodward. And, and I just think that um, we need to deal, we, we need to deal with slowing Woodward down and allowing for other uses and finding a logical way, just even through pedestrian cross uh, crosswalks to connect the two parts of downtown. Well, I walk across that you know a lot and, and it is, uh, you know, it, it, it can be challenging. Uh, but okay, so before we run out of time, we're talking about the Triangle District. What the bloody, what's my language, are they building at South Adams at that big cement monolith that looks like a prison? What is that? That's a, I, I didn't even realize that was going on until last week when somebody asked me what that is, and I haven't had time to look into it. So I wish I could answer you, but yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it's artist's conception when it's done will look a lot nicer. Uh, but whatever it is, it looks awful. Not that that wasn't a dead zone that needed to be redeveloped, definitely. And uh, the, of course, I'm all for Primo's Pizza being there. That's that's one of my go-tos. Well, we're gonna. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We're talking with Dave Hohendorf, and uh, I've got a whole list of stuff. We'll have to have to do it again. Uh, appreciate the work that you guys do in uh, keeping an eye on a community. Uh, uh, you're the last people standing. So, uh, thank you. Um, th- and thanks for having me on, Chuck. I enjoy, 
I've always enjoyed talking with you when you were back in the state legislature, the county commission. Um, you're one of those community leaders that has contributed considerably here to, to Birmingham. Now, I appreciate it. Now, you're not having me on, but that's that's good. Uh, anyway, thank you, uh, Dave Hohendorf, who is the publisher of Downtown Birmingham News Magazine. And uh, now you've, you've got it from the source. I'm Chuck Moss, and thank you for all joining us here on Ion Oakland. <laughs>